Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. Oh, look, here I am. From that, I was going to oh, say, look. disappeared. Two GP athletes. Oh, look at the state of this. I'll, I'll tell you what, it's a good job that we're an audio-based um, format, really, for the oh. majority of the people who are listening to us. Did, did you not get the memo? Me? No. Do they do, um, do, they do Great Britain Athletic Team GB uh, tracksuits in double XL? There's there's only... This has, got, this has got a bit tighter after I went to McDonald's. So if you're listening on the pod... Evening, everyone. If you're listening on the pod... Two GB athletes are currently wearing their GB athletics kit um, because, you know, we're real GB athletes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what happened to you other two, but, you know, we went to Newcastle. Yeah, so back- yeah, I, I assume there's a uh, there's a guy in an Amazon van driving around Stansdabbots at the moment trying to find my flat to uh, yeah. drop mine off. Yeah, it could, it could be that. Or it could be the fact of we got these from Start Fitness for £18 and we used the code 40 runs to get 10% off. Oh, what a great sign. Well, what a great start. Brilliant. I've got to take, but Wilco, I've got to take this off. I'm absolutely, yeah. hey, you've got yeah. to be melting it, yeah? yeah. <laughs> you must be roasting in them. What a start. Oh, oh now they're stripping off. It, it's Hayden's back to the old gig. Ah, reminiscing. That's too hot wearing it. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's us. You are in the right place. It's a long run show, live stream and podcast. Brought to you by the 40 Rounds Running Community and... Our sponsors, Sketches. Please go to sketches.co.uk. Check out all their great deal on gear and trainers. Now, tonight, what we're talking about, we are talking about keeping your motivation going, particularly now the schools are nearly breaking up. It's nearly time to head off here, two weeks in the sun somewhere, and you may be in the middle of your training plan. What do you do? How do you manage to put in your miles while still enjoying your time on the beach, your paella, your pina coladas, 
all that business you've got to try and keep going so we're going to try and give you some great advice about how to make sure that you don't lose track how are we doing then boys chris busy all week mate busy 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 week i got i gotta let you uh we was absolutely wetting ourselves just because before we came live on air because i was telling the boys there's two videos coming out this weekend and um the first one's the South End vlog. We'll come on to South End because that was brilliant. But just everybody watch till the end. And uh, the second one was the one from our runners' weekend where we headed off to Newcastle for this um, for the Blading Race. Thanks again to Start Fitness for having us in Sockney. It's awesome. Uh, and then obviously we headed down to South End. But the video that was coming out Sunday was like the sort of <laughs> to put it properly, it's probably boys on tour. And I was just saying I had to actually edit. I put I actually uploaded one version and I checked it back in the edit and I thought Tobe's gonna kill me if this comes out <laughs> because I, I snuck into his room and I, I was recording Zach in his room and I and I told admin and she weren't happy about that. So I did the right thing. I was I was mature about it mm. and I and I edited it out. Um but there is some stuff in there that he's gonna go nuts. By the way, he's not here tonight. I'm on duty for the tech. Um, yes, because he's he's out of his new girlfriend. He's got a new girlfriend, and that's, that's not, I'm not making things up as usual. But he's got he's got a new girlfriend, and they're out in London tonight, apparently. So um, yeah, if you see them walking along the streets having a little smooch under the Big Ben, make sure you go. Oh, I speak up because he likes that. It was quite weird seeing somebody running alongside Speedgoat wearing a Speedgoat top. That was quite ironic at <laughs> the weekend. That was really funny actually. Speedgoat himself, who decided brilliant We've, he's got a top right that's bright pink and it's called south end rock yeah he's got that because he's worn it this weekend south end came along the half marathon the idiot that he is he wore a yellow top so <laughs> he's running along he's the, like, the only person <laughs> that's got the south end tour top but because it's the only thing that was washed he wore it so I'm, I'm really pleased that he's got this girlfriend because hopefully um she's going to get his wardrobe sorted out i think yeah that's he good. needs a good influence doesn't he He needs somebody to get him take him in hand i've been tried and that means that means now she's she's flown off to um san francisco today but she's been emailing me the old because she threw first class she's been emailing me the old way updating me and all this sort of stuff honestly you want to see the place she's staying at God. talk about you don't think of the ritz but in san francisco she's she's gone all out i tell you she's living the high life that girl she's gone out yeah, there you, lot, you lot really live the high life style didn't you it's great yeah. i mean i'm sorry I've, I've forgotten to introduce uh, like chris is here obviously you know we're yeah. five six minutes in and i haven't introduced the fact that hayden and ben are here as well and just mm. before we crack on and talk to them uh just a quick reminder that if you log into the uh facebook link which chris will put up then yeah. um we can um see your comments and you can uh, put your name on and we can Get give involved. you a shout out if they're any good so, you know, we don't have a particularly high bar when it comes to the quality of the comments that we read out. But um, if you can say something that's pertinent and witty, yeah, then you've come to the right shop. And the same applies to YouTube as well. So let us know. Type your thing and we'll see your comments. And if they're great, we'll put them up on the screen and we'll talk to them. Yeah, that's any questions, actually, Wilco? Yeah, any story to up to you? Any questions as well? We Anything you want to ask, um, jump in. This, this show works yeah. because of you guys. So it does. Um, let's get involved. If we talk about questions as well, particularly, I mean, Chris does the show on Monday, does the um, bite-size edition on Monday at 8 o'clock. In that, he tends to try and, like, talk more about techie sort of stuff, trainers, bits and bobs, stuff like that. So, really, if you've got if you've got a question about is A trainer better than B and things like that, sometimes that's a better format, whereas here, more general sort of stuff, more laughs, more general observations, 
That'd be the way to go. So Hayden and Ben are with us tonight as well. Hello, gentlemen. Have we managed to um, cool down after the South End half marathon was hotter than the sun on Sunday? Yeah, it was. It was really hot. Last year was last year was hot, but this year just went on to a different level altogether. I'd, I was trying to describe it. It was like being in one of them like steel factories and like just putting like a running machine inside. You know, you see all the burning orange flames coming up. That's what it felt like. It was so hot. And even when you turned around, you had a bit of breeze. It just didn't do anything. It it was really. I think honestly, I think it's probably one of the hottest races I've ever done. Definitely go that far. Now, Ben, but, if anybody's seen the YouTube, um. The open thing they with the beautiful four pictures of you looking broken. It says broken. I, I Were was, you? I was absolutely. I think from what mile four, maybe mile mile five. I'd uh, set off and yeah, nothing prepares you for that heat. Like Hayden, I did uh, Lisbon last year, and that was nothing in comparison to Southend. It was just intense the whole way round. Um, so yeah, by the time the finish line came, I was. Almost on the floor, I think. Brilliant. It was, um, it was two. And we, um, anybody who's not done it before, it was the first time I'd done it. Like it involved two, um, two laps up and down the uh, promenade at um, at South End, and doing the first bit, and it was really, really hot. I was looking forward to perhaps turning around, perhaps the wind would come, perhaps, and then you got a sort of like fifty yards of breeze in your face, which was very welcome. And then all of a sudden, it was you know like the surface of mercury again, mm. you know. So it was. An absolutely great 40 day out though. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to talk mm. about. Yeah, massive. Like the pink picnic. So, if you didn't know, we we try to make South End as one of our sort of cornerstone events, I would say, um, and bring people in this sort of area, London, Southeast based. Um, I'll come on to why that is in a minute. Uh, around the pink picnic. So, if you can get down there, don't necessarily need to run the half marathon, just come along, hang out. Um, and support and all that sort of stuff because then the club puts um you know effectively some money behind the bar kind of thing and and helen and netty and the whole team down there just done an amazing job of putting on a, a great uh picnic for us all to sit there and scoff our faces ben had eight donuts i saw him eat them all um and and we just yeah we just it was just lovely seeing everybody hanging out new faces which i think was just the most amazing thing for me was to see so many new faces coming into the club and coming into the community which was just awesome and it was, it was just great it's just a great day um the running sort of takes back seat in a way no mm. one was there because of the heat to run a time i know ben thought he was going to be hard and do it but it, i told him he's never going to do it um because it's just it's just too hot it's just pointless so we all end up going you know what we're just gonna like fun run this walk run it whatever and it was all about the picnic afterwards it was all about hanging out mm. afterwards is an environment i think that everybody you know, could chill out in because it's outdoors. It's a little bit more free and it's a little bit more, you know, just open and and all that kind of stuff. It, yeah, it was, it was just it was just brilliant. I I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. What I also got out of the community aspect of it as well was like, obviously, it's great to see everybody. You know, lots of people that we see on a regular basis at the bigger events and lots of people we went to Ibiza with, caught up with those. That was brilliant. But what I found was that um, it was really helpful too because... I mean, I think this that's 21 half marathons I've done now. I still don't consider myself to be experienced at doing that. But it was one of the toughest ones I did. And I did bail out at about 10 miles and sort of walked, ran sort of like the first, you know, the final three miles or so. And it was so, if I'd have gone, now, if I'd have not seen people at the end, 
and I'd gone home, I'd have thought, oh, well, that was a bit of a failure. Good point. Finish, all that sort of thing. But coming back into the environment, into the um, into the area where we were, under the canopy and seeing everybody and having a picnic and finding out so many other people had had the same experience and done exactly the same thing was a massive benefit to me. And that really helped. I'm going to tell you something that was lovely, and it's on the video tomorrow. You two, I think one of you was giving the other one a hug at the, when you finished. And it was, and, it, and I think that sums it up, actually. It was like, you're right, mate. Yeah, not bad. I'm ruined. I'm hot. We've done it kind of thing. And it's, a, and it's genuinely a lovely moment because the two of you just hug each other and go, yes, that was tough. Well, and that's a really good point, Wilco, actually, having that at the end. And I think that's, again, that's what, what makes everything that we do so awesome. So, yeah, well, well pointed out, brother. I think, yeah, I just, yeah, I just think it was amazing. And then, obviously, this weekend, we've got Harp 24, which is going on, again, funnily enough, down in the in Essex. But I, I just go off on the other tangent because the reason I mentioned the other thing is because then uh, later on in the year, September, so we sort of, because I know that southeast base, we then go up northeast uh, and we do the big Great North Run meetup. So we try and sort of get both ends of the country sort of sorted. I know it's quite ignorant to say that everyone can get to both, but... You know, we're then going to be doing, we put it out there today about the shakeout run, the, the Great North Run that's going to be at midday in Newcastle on Saturday. It's basically a fun run. Walk, run it, whatever. I, I'm totally ob obvious, um, oblivious, not oblivious, sorry, to the fact that people may want to do part run or they've just come up and they've travelled and, you know, whatever. But we're trying to put some things in place where you be able to put a bag because you may not be able to check in yet and all that sort of stuff. And hopefully, again, it's an opportunity to people to get together. They may then want to go to the pub afterwards or... You know, that sort of thing. So we're trying to put that together, but it's confirmed for midday in the centre of Newcastle we're going to meet. So, and that's the sort of thing, again, that, that we want to try and do just to bring everybody, you know, maybe you're listening to this and you're not part of the Facebook group or the affiliated running club or the community or whatever, but you're part of 40 Runs because you listen to this, which is awesome. You know, come along to that as well. You know, that's the sort of thing. It's it's open to everybody. So we want we want as many of you coming to that as as you know as we did in south end that's that's the sort of thing you know it's just trying to bring those don't you think aiden it's a, i think it's a powerful thing to have have these things yeah absolutely and to be fair walker's story summed it up absolutely perfectly that feeling of not having a good race but then afterwards seeing everyone and having a good social i suppose sort of balances it out and, and it works the other way around you have a great race you see the people after suddenly it's one of the best events you've ever done in your life but great north again is no disrespect to Southend. Southend's absolutely fantastic. I really love it. But Great North, again, is just taking up another notch, another level yeah. with the intensity, with the amount of people there. The whole thing, in fact, it's a whole weekend because a lot of people got there to stay. It's, yeah, this shake I run this year and the whole, everything around Great North Run is going to be absolutely well, very Well, look, well, when we was up there, Hayden, you think, right, so the Bladen race, which was amazing, by the way, I would recommend anybody to do it, right, if you can get in. But we was up there, five, a field of 5,000 people, there was just so many people who were saying hello, love the podcast, you know, love what you guys are doing, you know, where's Wilco, you know, is Ben up here, where's Admin, you know, people who are fully invested in this show that we do. You And it blew us away, genuinely blew us away, the amount of people that were saying hello to us up there, when really it's like a proper traditional club event, it's, you know, it, we was a bit out of our not a comfort zone, but it's, it's a different environment for us. You know, big club mm. race up there. And yeah. we was up there in the man, wasn't it, Hayden? It was mental. It was weird. One of the funniest moments that make me laugh is we was running. We, we was all talking to each other, messing about with, you was filming everything. And suddenly someone looked at us and they went, 
not from the Long Run show. They've never seen us before, obviously, just listening to us on Spotify, and they knew, not from the names or anything else, they could just tell by your voices. They'd probably you with your Cockney accent, I don't know. But they just knew by our voices. They were like, not from the Long Run show, you're Chris, you're Hayden. That's there's Toby Spigo. It's just really, really strange. <laughs> at, at the start, actually, before we went, I said, I need to give a big shout-out. A uh, young lady, Lauren, at the start, she came up to us, wanted a picture and said she's an avid listener. And then as we was running along, there's these legends, these three girls, literally the whole time you're running. They, I tell you, they weren't slow either. They were like, they were with us the whole way. Yeah, and the whole way, they did not stop talking. They talked about everything. Hey, says, you would have loved them. <laughs> it was like they just met up at a pub and they were gossiping. I turned around to one point, I was like, how can you be talking at this intensity? It's just what they do. They were from um, Jesmond Runners. They were Sophie jane and laura absolute legends honestly all three of them they come in literally just behind us at the end still talking still laughing smiling and the shift they put in unbelievable unbelievable it looks amazing it looked brilliant so yeah so we're going to have um this is going to be 12 o'clock from start fitness on um, the saturday before the great north run we're going to have a uh, shakeout run very similar sort of thing to um if you were fortunate to be fortunate enough to have been at the nec for the national running show when uh, we um went out for a bit of a spin after we did our little bit on the stage and uh, it. it was epic it was brilliant yeah, it was, and we had such a great time and and look that was running around a car park in the middle of birmingham this is mm. going to be so much better you know running around this dodging the hen and stag do's in uh, newcastle City and we are, and we are going to hopefully do a live show up there we'll go we're just trying to finalize location uh speak obviously he's out with his girlfriend this weekend they've gone away for a long weekend but i'm hoping that he can give us the details in terms of what we what we need to get that um, technology up there. Mm. Uh, there won't be much because we do this sort of thing on a shoestring. Um, but oh, have you know, seen, that, seen that in the comments? Look what? straight in. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Lauren, Lauren, at the start. Oh, Lauren Shaw's. She's there. That was me yeah. who said hello on the key side. It was lovely. There you to go. See you all. But yeah, we want we want to try and get the show up there uh, and do a live version of what we did in Birmingham up there. Um, and that'll all be confirmed. So make sure. Say if you're not in the Facebook group that you're on the mailing list or you listen to this, hmm. we'll, we'll push it like hell on there. But well, yeah. also, if you're not just on the forty runs list, but there is a Great North Run uh, support group mm-hmm. under the sort of forty umbrella, which is really helpful. That's how I got involved in the group in the first place because I got a place in the Great North Run. Didn't know anything about. Um, never been to Newcastle before. Didn't know anything about the transport stuff like that. Loads of people on there with loads of knowledge that have done all sorts of things regarding the best half marathon in the world. Um, it's a really good place to give it um, to get loads of info. So I definitely recommend signing up to that as well. Right, I've got a question for Ben because this is this is quite this is quite good. Any rumours on London notification date? Right now, it, they said that it could be the end of June. I think. Um, we are moving next week into territory in which they could drop it, right? And I put a post out. <clears throat> I don't know if it was today or whatever, schedule post, about um, what you're going to do if you don't get in, that sort of thing. Ben, you got in through the ballot, didn't you? I did, yep. What was that feeling like when you got that? Because I guess because you're, you're, you're different. Like When Hayden right, first got in, they delivered it by pigeon okay and it was like a quilled piece of paper dear mr hayden congratulations you're going to be taking part in the first ever london marathon right <laughs> go like forward 70 years you got is it an e or did you get a magazine through the post did you get an email got an email right and then yeah. so what would you what did you think like firstly is this a wind-up or what, what was it all right 
Um, no, not was it a wind-up. I think the first thought was sheer panic in terms of, <laughs> oh, I've actually got to do this. Um, I remember saying to my mum, oh, I've got into the London Marathon. And she went, oh, well, do you have to do it? You don't You don't need to. And I was like, do you know how hard it is to get in through the ballot? Of course I have to do this. Um, and then I think as soon as you, like, you get the link through to, because I didn't go in for the second time ballot, so I had to uh, put the payment through. And it was... Like that was the nervous bit because I was like wanting to make sure it had gone through. Now that I'd got this, the golden ticket, um, it yes. was making sure that it had gone through. And then that's when the excitement started. It was that, oh, wow, I've actually got this. Because I think anyone who's gone in for the ballot for London knows the chances of getting it in the ballot. You know, people have luckily got it a couple of years running. Some people have gone in, I think I've seen 20, 21 times yeah. and haven't got the ballot. So, yeah, it's 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 an incredible feeling panic at the start but then yeah as soon as you, as as soon as you kind of get over that initial shock i think the excitement starts then nice have you it's all right it's mark i think my thing's delayed um have you got into the uh ballot for this year Wilco? yes i have and i have no expectation of getting in and i just think that's the best way to approach it i think that you know i've done so, oh, five or six probably and you know it's a about a 33 to one chance that you get they do win but you know it's a, like a 33 to one chance that you're going to get in mm -hmm. so in half what i like this year is that you're not waiting so long to get your result because yeah, that used like to be that used to be the biggest pain with london because obviously mm -hmm. it would if i'm if i'm doing marathon, you know i've done four marathons and i would never do more than two in a year i'd always do one in the spring and i'd do an optimum year would be to do one in the spring and one in the autumn. So consequently, I know that if I got London, then that would be the spring one and I wouldn't do anything else and stuff like that. But at least now I've got plenty of time to think about what options that I've gotten to do a spring one. If I don't, if as anticipated, I don't get in. Whereas last time, it, like you would wait so long to get your results. They would generally do them so that, um, it would be like four months, wouldn't it? So you get Christmas and it'd be like, right, okay, you're in. Yeah, yeah. You've got to start training on Monday. You've got to start your block. But now it's quite good because you can still get all the early bird yeah. offers for Manchester, Leeds, True. Belfast. Yeah, but Edinburgh, you know why? You know Brighton, why? All the yeah. other options that you've got because, yeah, it, it would be a fantastic thing to do London. But I think sometimes people are under the misconception of it's the only show in town and it ain't. You know, there are loads of good marathon. If you want to go out and run 26.2 miles, there are other options available. And I've done I've done four. I've not done London at all. I've done big, I've done and I've done them in big cities. I've done Manchester. I've done um, Dublin as well. And uh, we did Edinburgh. You know, there are big events in big towns that you can go and do. So, yes, I have applied, but I'm not holding my breath. So I was going to just pull up on that. You know why they're doing it this year, don't you? Why they're giving the results out early. It does go back to what you said, Wilco, purely because who now runs Brighton Marathon? London Marathon events. So what they want to do is everyone that doesn't get in the ballot, first thing they want to do is push you into Brighton. Whereas if they left this till the last minute, people wouldn't so much want to do it. So that's my theory. And that's, that's, why question. They, that's, that's why I reckon they're doing it. I've, I've got this thing about the marathon. I don't know if I've said it before. It does seem unfair with people. I just saw, I think it was Bam Bam said he's been in 21 times into the ballot. There's a few things I think that they could do. And most importantly, I think London Marathon events, when you apply for London Marathon, 
I think you should have to pay there and then, like you do on a lot of all the other marathon events. And I'll probably get grief for this, but that will stop people good, who good. are down the pub having a drink and someone says, oh, I apply for London Marathons Day, and their mates are like, oh, what, what, do you do? what do you have to do for that? Go on the website, how much that cost? Oh, nothing yet, you might not get in. Everyone goes on there, starts entering. The amount of people that enter, just because it's a women at the moment, they don't want to do it. They've got no interest in it, really. It's just a thing. And don't get me wrong, some of them will go on and do it. Fantastic, amazing. But a lot of them won't. A lot of them will give up. A lot of them will just... I just think if you had to pay there and then, I think it would reduce the amount of people that apply for the marathon. And it would put some people off who would just do it just for the sake of it. So some of those bigger ones that you've done around the world, have you had to pay up yeah. for Because I think one of them... But which one have you had to pay for? Up so with, um, um, that was a bad actually. It was um, admin. So with Chicago, you know before you get in, because they take the money out of your bank. You give me your bank details and your card. And so I remember Sabrina message went on the day and I said to her, have you got in? She's like, I think so. I said, well, do you know or not? Went, They've taken the money out of my bank. So she knew already before they'd even emailed her to tell her she was in. So I just think that would reduce people at London entering for the sake of it, if that makes sense about me sounding... I don't think ordinary people think, should do I it. I think they That's do that for the Great North as well. Don't they do that for the Great yeah. North? That you um, you have to give your bank details. And then, because the only way I know this is because obviously on ballot release days, we're all pounding away, clicking on things and stuff like that and on Facebook. And people have said, oh, I've not got confirmation, but they've taken my money and I'm sure they've done that. Ben, is that the case? Yeah, that's, that's how I found out I got into Great North. I suddenly had um, a debit on my credit card and was just like, oh, have I entered a race that I don't know about? And then realized <laughs> it was Great North. But, but to Hayden's point, it's similar for New York Ballot and yep. Berlin Ballot that you put in your card details and if you get a place, you pay. And I, I, I agree with you, Hayden. I think that would stop a lot of people or at least maybe make people consider before yeah. they you know because you've you've always got that get out of jail and i think i saw one of the questions in terms of is there better chances if you you know you for london you can pay the entry fee and go in the second chance ballot i i don't know if that does increase your chances on that i think for me the reason why i stopped doing that was when um the sponsorship changed and you get the training top they basically used the previous year's training top and just ironed over the yeah, uh, the sponsor logo and i just thought do you know what i think you're taking the mick out of me here so actually last year was the first year i hadn't done the second chance ballot and i got in so i haven't I've done it this year let's see i've got a question for you because hayden just come back and then we'll dive into some of those comments because there's quite a lot coming through thanks guys um if you don't get into london then based on their assumption would you do brighton hayden me personally it is not even a question I'd entertain. I have got zero interest in doing Brighton Marathon. Even though you're a GB athlete? Do they send GB athletes down there? No, no. That's GB athletes. Don't go down there. We go to Bladen. Uh, Wilco, <laughs> would you um, do Brighton? If, if they said no to London, would you then, but you can do Brighton at like 25 quid or whatever, would you do it? Um, I think it would, it would just, it tends to be early, doesn't it, Brighton? It's like one of the first... It's like first week in April or something. It's quite early, isn't it? I mean, it would depend where it is on the calendar. I wouldn't rule it out. I've not okay. done it before. Ben? Uh, I love Brighton, so I wouldn't do the marathon down there because I would worry that I wouldn't get my fueling right when I went down. On <laughs> that the means it's going to go out, right? Get totally upside down. And then, and then have to run a marathon on Sunday. That's basically what you're saying. Which I did for the Brighton half. I'd gone out on the Friday night, didn't eat anything on the Saturday, and I was not as broken as I was at the South End. That's but get yeah, it there. Where's the graphics? Let's just show everyone again. Hero moment. 
Look at it, look. It's just <laughs> now, how broken does he look? You know, out, we'll give it a Simon Mark out of 10, shall we? How broken? All right, if you're listening on the podcast, you just have to bear with us for now. We're just going to give out of 10 broken. Uh, Hayden, what do you reckon out of 10 broken? Um, I'll go 11. Okay. Wilco, would you reckon broken out of 10? Eight and a half. I'm going to give that a solid 10. Ben, <laughs> how would you rate you being broken out of 10 from that picture? I mean, I think I look like I'm smiling, so I'd probably no, go you're about not. You're definitely not. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Oh dear! Actually, we've missed Young Simon. He's he, he's been. I rang him the other day. I had to ring him back saying he went. Hang on, I've got to get out of the sea. But he's back on. He's back on Saturday, which is good because um, I need his van. Happy days. Uh, right, so uh, let's <laughs> let's dive into the chat. Um, God, God, you, you guys are heroes. Look, it, do, it doesn't work without you guys. So. Uh, that was from one question. We went off from about seven minutes talking about that because somebody wrote a question. Uh, and I've, right. So looking forward. Yeah. Looking forward to Harp this weekend. So Hayden, tell everybody who's got no idea what we're talking about. What's Harp 24? So Harp 24, I'm not sure if people know about it. So last weekend there was Endure 24. And this is on the same, this is the same idea, but it's on a bit of a smaller scale. So it's running for a charity down in South End, And you enter a race, you can go in as a team, you can go in as solo, a team of two, three, four, five, six, all up to a team of 12, I think. Basically, you rock up there, 12 o'clock Saturday, pitch, pitch a tent up, and at 12 o'clock Saturday, the starter gun goes, and then you've got 24 hours to see how many laps you can complete of this course. It's an eight-kilometre, five-mile course. So if you're by yourself, you can go out and keep going and going and going until you've had enough, back to your tent, have an hour's sleep, have a few drinks, whatever you want to do, and then go back out again. Whereas if you're in a team, which a lot of us are, a lot of us 40s this year, so we've got an average of teams of five. So someone will go out first, do the lap, come back, and someone else goes out. So that person that comes back probably got about four hours, five hours to wait to go back out again. And they just keep doing this on a continual base for the, for the whole 24 hours. And it, honestly, it's an absolutely fantastic. The best thing about it is the whole community thing, the fact that we've got like a, it's like a mini Glastonbury. So we're going to have this big sort of like communal bit in the middle with like these two tents, with the two big like, uh, gazebos mm. and everyone else is pitching their tents around it so they just hang out there in the sun just relax and then when it's you, you when you know about two or three minutes from your turn to go out there'll be a message on the group someone saying two minutes away get yourself up go to the start it's like a relay just hand over and we do that non-stop 24 hours and is that includes obviously through the night is there like a relay bank because when we did ragnar um it's a ragnar relay we did this i wouldn't say it's a similar sort of thing but we basically ran for 24 hours from one point to one point right it was just the most epic adventure i've ever done um but we had like this wristband thing that we had and this thing on our it was either on our wrist ben you remember that thing you had when you was in prison you know the thing they put around your ankle that thing it was like that and then you had this like this this, this wrist thing and you had to change that over at the change point do you guys have to do anything like that no, no. So that was probably about 1985, 86. So now in the modern days now, we've got chips in our bibs. So they know. It's like a start point and finish point. So as you go out, it just clicks your chip and it comes back and they know who's on what team. They know who's running. And at the end, you get a breakdown of how many laps you've done, how many laps your team's done, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it's quite, it's just a little, there's one guy standing there, sitting there like in the tent with a laptop, just playing with it. And you can go ask for your figures and stats yeah. all day long. It's Is good. his name Toby? Because that's the sort of thing speak I do. You know, his active job. That's you just described it. Sitting on a laptop and playing with things. Pressing Publish, like publishing it to a big board. Yeah, you know, like you see that monkey where they're just pressing keyboard. That's Toe at work on his laptop doing this and this. I shouldn't be horrible to him because he will listen back to this. After, 
after yeah. he's been out tonight on his date, smoochy smoochy under Big Ben, he'll probably <laughs> listen back to this to make sure we haven't said anything naughty about him. <laughs> and Hayden, you'll be hoping that the weather's a bit better than it was last year. Oh, God, yeah. It, last year, we literally, so it's meant to be 24 hours. Last year, it should have been called Harp 18, because for six hours, from about 11 o'clock at night till five in the morning, I had to cancel it, I had to cut it, because it was just, the lightning storms were just absolutely horrendous. And when they actually kicked in and they cut it, we had a couple of 40s out on course. So we actually had the oldest 40 out and the youngest as well. So it was a little bit worrying. But yeah, it was just too dangerous to go out there. And so they, they called it. Um, so for six hours, they called it off. So this year, we're hoping, the way the last two weeks have been, it should be absolutely blinding. But I did have a look. It does look like there could be some more storms Sunday morning. So. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. It's not rained in the UK for about three months. And it's just going to be on that day. Couldn't make it up. That is mental. But I got so I just want to give a shout out to all the guys. Unfortunately, I'm working this weekend. Um, but good luck to everybody this weekend who's doing Harp 24, who's representing the club community. I can't wait to see the pictures. I can't wait to see the Facebook lives. I hope you don't get another storm. Um, if anybody, if if Hayden's near the cooker or doing any form of cooking, don't eat it. I tell you now, don't eat it. Really? After seeing the boy, what he ate, right? <laughs> Up, 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 up at Newcastle, it's it's alarming what, what he did. <laughs> also, the good thing is for you, you're outdoors. When I when we shared a flat last weekend, all oh. he did was stink the flat out, right? Ben, you'd have had a big problem with this. On Saturday, no, Friday, he had a ruby in, in the flat. So all you can imagine what the smell was. Next day, he burns his bagels deliberately to wake Speedgo up. And that's all we could smell. So it's just... The boy just Wasn't stay away. Setting off the fire alarm. Yeah, and he, he, he set off the fire alarm. The whole building evacuated. If you're a Harp Twenty Four this weekend, do not let Hayden anywhere near the cooking. Well, you know why this was, don't you? What? It's because he didn't take his chef and his butler ah, and all them sort of people. That's a good point. You know, you know, and he didn't know one end of a saucepan from the other. We got two camp cooks this time, so we're going to be all right. <laughs> as long as one of them's not you, boy, then they will be all right. God help us! Right, Wilco, come on, let's move it along. What do- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We, um... We've we talked, yeah, I was going to say, we've talked 33 minutes and we haven't even got rounds to what... That's why we're subject. number one in, all the, in, in Asia. Yeah, all yeah. over the place. Hong Kong this week. Hong Kong heroes. Yeah, so if, you, if, if people from Hong Kong want us to go over and do a show, all expenses paid, then 40runs.com slash long run, just drop us a note <laughs> with your details yeah. and uh, we'll check on our availability. Oh, this is the thing, maybe, but you've got to remember, admin only goes first class. 
Well, that's right. I'll, I'll sit out the back. I don't mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. quite relaxed. That's okay. If someone else is paying, I'm not bothered. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Let's talk. So let's talk about motivation and let's talk about holidays and stuff like that. Chris, you said you've had a lot of communication about this subject with your um, coaching clients. Would you like to? Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting topic, right? It's a bit. It's a bit out there. It's a bit random, actually. Um, to discuss it because when people say oh you know summer training they'll talk about you know hydration heat and all this sort of stuff but one of the things that i get asked a lot about well there's some panic probably a little is too a bit a little strong but people when they come to me and do you know training plans i'm doing a lot of plans still at the moment for people because obviously a lot of the events are starting in july and june and things like that. and the, the first thing it says oh but yeah i've got two weeks off and i'm 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 off i'm off to call food for two weeks what am i you know you know what should i do oh, i think to myself he's like running illegal in corfu do you know what i mean it's like have they not got like pavements and places to go running oh you know two weeks family oh, it, oh no treadmills maybe get up half hour earlier um so it, it's an interesting it is genuine i'll take that i'll take it mickey but it is genuinely something that you do think about right because if you're i don't know starting a plan or you maybe you've just started a plan let's say You've got Berlin Marathon, yeah? You're going there to break a world record like Hayden tried to last year, but failed miserably. But as a GB athlete, you should have done better. This year, other GB athletes could be going to Berlin. And you've got to think to yourself, how am I going to fit this holiday? And I've just started training. I'm meant to be doing 25 miles this week, 30 miles this week. But I'm more interested laying around the pool drinking pina coladas. Um, It's like, what am I meant to do? So I thought it's worth talking about and, and worth chatting through. So first, before we get on to sort of what I would then say to those people, I think it's let's spin around and find out because Hayden's off to Mexico. Green goes off to Mexico. Um, he's going out there with his friend. Have you, uh, Ben, do you watch Formula One? Wilco? Me? Yeah. No, I can't watch it, mate. Rubbish. Have a look. There's a geezer on there called Sergio Perez. Checo. That's Hayden's mate. Right, he runs Red Bull, so that's why we got the Red Bull gig because through Hayden and his mate oh, Sergio no. Perez. Okay, so if you watch the Formula One, I think it's in Canada. Is he in Canada this weekend? You tell me. Well, he is your mate. Anyway, so he's going. He's going down to stay at Sergio's villa, basically in, in uh, Mexico. So, what are you going to do in terms of running? Because you're going to be into a training plan for Chicago. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, to be on this time round, this. Oh, it's ridiculous, but it's the wrong person to come to this time. I've had so many niggles and in- injuries over the past six months or so. I have decided this time, this holiday, I am going to really, really cut back and just literally just do a couple of runs. But in general, if it wasn't for that, normally I would do exactly the same. I would maybe cut back the real long runs and just do a couple of sort of medium start runs. But the biggest thing for me, always on holidays, you just got to get up early. Just get up before that sun comes out, before you're going to start drinking pina coladas, like you said, before you're going to go relax by the pool. There's nothing better on holiday, in my opinion, than getting up early, just about the sunrise, and exploring where you are. For me, I absolutely love that. It's the best way to get out. You get to see things. If it's a beach, just a beach you got there, that's going to be difficult. But again, cut the mileage down by less than half and do it on the beach. You'll get the same sort of like response from it than you would from a longer run. But when you're talking about 20 milers and your longest runs, when you're getting close to marathon sort of day, you're three weeks away. I agree. It's, it's not ideal. You don't really want to do in them sorts of distance. But to keep fit, absolutely. Just, just keep doing what you do. And as you said, a lot of hotels, gyms, treadmills, most of the gyms have got aircon in them. 
Mm. And if you can't do that, worst case scenario is get up, jump in the pool for an hour. You've got the pool, just get in there before the kids jump in and start bombing and just start swimming. It's, just, it's all about just maintaining a bit of fitness, not so much yeah. making your fitness more, which is what you would do at home. Granted, you're not going to get to that point of fitness you would if you spent two weeks at home. It's maintaining what you've got. Don't lose what you've got. And that can be kept by little things on, as you said, a cross trainer, doing a bit of swimming, or even walk. Go for a real fast walk first thing in the morning. Go and do a 10K walk really fast don't have to run it just you'll keep a bit of fitness yeah i think uh, that's really good points but i think actually you've just touched on saying inadvertently also which i think is good is that to take actually sometimes to take time out and do a little bit less i i know you have to because of your age but in general if if you look at it right it's actually not a bad place to reset. So maybe you've done two or three weeks of marathon training to have one or two down weeks actually ain't going to make much difference. So, you know, that sort of reverse psychology of I'm going to deliberately do less because then when you come back and you go back into your marathon training or half marathon training, whatever it is, actually you're probably a bit more refreshed and a little bit more physically and mentally fresh anyway. So yeah, that's, that's a really good point actually you brought up. Uh, what about you, Wilco? I like running on holiday, you know, when I go, I mean, it, it depends very much on, I, th I think you've just got to be flexible. You've got to be flexible in terms of your grand plan of where your holiday is going to be. Cut yourself some slack. Don't get too, don't ruin your holiday by thinking, oh God, I'm not doing all this running, things like that. Because for the, from a mental perspective, it's really going to help to, have, to wind down a little bit. I think sometimes it depends in what sort of environment you're away. It's very different if you're, um, say, in a city or something like that. Ben's just, well, Ben will tell us in a minute about, you know, yeah. you've been to San Francisco for a week, yeah. you know, somewhere like that. It's a lot more flexible of where you can go running than, say, if you're on a Greek island and there's no pavement and every road, you know, you think you're taking your life in your own hands every time you turn around the corner walking down the road because someone's going to come speeding past on a moped or something like that, you know. So you've got to, I just think if you're, if you're flexible and um, don't beat yourself up too much if you don't do much, try and just find windows to do stuff and opportunities like Ben um, Hayden's mentioned about pool yeah. and, um, you know, go for a walk, running on the beach. It's a, you might find that you love running on the beach. It might be great. You might go out on the first day and this is brilliant. And, you, and you know, for 14 days you go and run up and down the beach because you love it so much. You don't know. Just be open-minded and flexible. I think, uh, yeah, you may, again... Spot on, Wilco, to be honest with you. Um, but don't get stressed about it. I think that's mm. that's the key. Now, Ben, yeah, uh, Wilco just said about it, you've just come back from San Fran. Now, I I might be wrong. I, I doubt this. You didn't stay at like the, whatever it's called, the Fairmont, whatever it is where, where Admin's staying. You know, the penthouse suite that she's taking out the whole like top where she's got her own treadmill and pool in her room. Sadly but, not. So you didn't have that to hand like she will. Uh, but what did you do in terms of your holiday? Now you you're not you've not officially started marathon training yet, or or you know half marathon training like some of the people who this may you know come into. But what was you doing in terms of while you was on holiday and, and you're running? So I think much like Wilco, I think it's it's a little bit easier in a city. But I think for me, key is day one. I go out for that walk, kind of sussing out where some running areas are and i think again to wilco's point is making sure where the safe running areas are because when i was in jamaica last year there, it, it was a case of gonna go running on the beach as opposed to running a, along the street where there wasn't a pavement and um, so sussing out those and then 
I'd planned for a long run on the Sunday, but actually I was quite flexible with it and just pushed it later on into the week. So I went out for a few, gauged how I felt during the day, but wanted to make sure that I did get some some runs in, but I wasn't overly stressed about distance or time. It was just sightseeing and, and enjoying the view, really. I think it's a great way. I think one of the comments in there, it's a great way of seeing the city and, and getting around and, and seeing what's local to you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah exactly. I think it's a great way to to yeah if you if to see to see some of what you've got around. It's a great way to explore and things. Like I think I mean you've actually you you've all kind of nailed it in a way. Um, so going back to you know what I would tell those clients is first if if the plan is there, remember it's just a plan. It's it's not you know a legal requirement that you're in Corfu and you've got to run thirty miles a day or whatever you say. Stupid. It, that is there as a guideline. If you can take one or two of those sessions out for that week, if you can jump on a treadmill and and do your intervals on there and, and feel like a hero and then, you know, jump in the pool, or even if you can get out and do 30 minutes, you know, run down to the seafront, run along it around the marina and come back, you're winning, right? And that's the thing. You're you're in a you're in a position where you're maintaining what Hayden said exactly is right. And that's what I would tell and that's what I do tell my clients. We're not looking to 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 build, um, sorry, to to increase anything while you're on holiday. We're looking to maintain. That's all we're looking to do. And maintaining that fitness can be quite simple. And as you say, you know, you're in the pool, you're doing all, you know, whether you go for a walk or whatever, you're maintaining fitness whilst on holiday. But most importantly, you're you're rebuilding mentally, and and that's so key. Um, and you are resting. Hopefully you're getting a little bit of a longer sleep and your recovery is a little bit better. You know, if you are in the pool, if you've got access to a pool, you're probably, you know, working out different muscles and you're stressing things out. And if, if you're in a holiday in Devon and you're doing plenty of walking, that's just as awesome. So it's, 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 mm. it's you know, it's that advice that don't worry about it. You're in a maintaining pattern. You're in a holding pattern like a plane, you know, above about the land of Heathrow. You're just up there cruising about waiting to land, that sort of thing is how I want you to think. But the key to it is don't get your knickers in a twist about I've got a London Marathon place from the ballot, and but I've got three weeks in Florida. What am I going to do? You don't worry about it. Do you know what I mean? If you're in Florida, firstly, you're going to probably walk about 20,000 steps every day. So really, I wouldn't worry about it. And that's just to get off of Hayden's estate. Um, but, you know, you, you just can't get stressed out about it. You've got to enjoy your holiday. So... If you're lucky enough to get some time off, and if you're and if you're literally just at home having a vacation, I would still say the same thing. You know, use the time wisely to rest and recover and recuperate. And and what and about? I mean, we've talked about you know you're talking about being on holiday, and really we've concentrated on sort of beach line by the pool type holidays. What about sort of like if your holiday is travel and you're going out and about and you're visiting things and stuff like that? You know, that can well that affect you know will you affect will that affect you in a different way will you be less worried about running if you're out and about and doing stuff well so if you was like i don't know so you're going to thailand for you know yeah you're going out honestly all of this stuff the reason i wanted to bring it up this week was really to sell everyone to stop worrying about it to stop overthinking about it and stop and it's key because, like as I said, if, if London Marathon ballot rolls out next week and then everybody starts panicking about autumn marathons, you know, I, it's, the, it's the biggest thing that I hear. Honestly, when I got back, well, I've got a holiday and I've got two weeks here. 
so what? You know, don't don't let that define how your training is going to be. Okay, so don't get stressed about it. Is is what I wanted to say. And if you've got a, a traveling holiday like that, or you know, you've done what admin's done, you've gone to the most expensive hotel in San Fran to sit with all the celebs in a spa for two weeks, right? All expenses paid, jobby. Then you know, it, it don't make any difference, does it? Really? Because yeah, the other point, the other one, the other thing I wanted to ask you was if um, you're compensating for a holiday in your plan. So you've drawn up your plan and say, right, okay, week 10, I'm going to Mallorca for a week, okay? So would you be inclined to do a bit more in week nine before you go, or would you be more inclined to just enjoy your holiday and think, right, I'm back at Gatwick Monday, Tuesday, I'm getting on it? What would your tactic be? The plan is a process over 16 weeks or 18 weeks or whatever you've, you've decided to go on that journey. Now, just seeing a comment about I would start the block two weeks before, can do. I mean, you should really be building, doing a building phase anyway before your plan kicks in. So really, ideally, you do some form of six-week building process before you go into a plan. I appreciate that some people may get a ballot place and go, shit, I'm not, I'm not even on couch to 5K here. You know, that happens, right? But in general, most runners who are going through the, you know, the everyday runner experience like us have done some form of running. And I would recommend strongly that you do some form of six-week block before you go into that training plan, whether it be a 12-week or for a half or whatever, to build that thing. So you will have that underlying fitness base. So you never want to chase, you never want to chase the weeks. Let the process take part of it. And if and if in week nine and ten you're on in Mallorca, larging it with me in Calador, have some of that. Oh, it's lovely, Calador. I'll be there. Come along. I'll be singing in the evening. I might even bring Hayden over. We can oh Hayden, we could do a bit of karaoke anyway. Um Oh, this is an interesting fact. I said to Hayden about it. We're gonna Hayden and I. We could even do this at the Great North Run, Hayden. We could do a karaoke set. We could do Garth Brooks' Greatest Hits. Anyway, we'll come back to that another day. But anyway, yeah. So I wouldn't chase those miles. I wouldn't try and I wouldn't try and like ease off one week because I'll I'm on or go hard one week because I'm on holiday next week. It, the process is, you know, your body adapts over you know six eight week periods, you know, mm. and. What you what you're going to do is is not going to make that much difference as long as you're consistent, as long as you're training well and you're getting the best out of those runs and doing the right efforts when you should be doing it and you're easing off when you should be doing it and you're you know making sure you're getting the right recovery, you're doing the strength and conditioning work, you're doing your stretching and all that sort of stuff. But most importantly, you're being consistent. Then everything else will take care of itself. And, I would also say as well, yeah, like, there could be an idea for people if they really want to, especially if someone just said about, I think it was Gavin, said about he's in Florida. Another thing to do is if you really are missing the running and stuff, a lot of countries find find your park run. A lot of people go away, myself included. I know Alan, long run show host, Alan, he um, he, he plans his whole holiday around runs and races and things. Yeah. If you really want to, you're going away to Cyprus for two weeks and it's not too hot and you, you have a look in the Google and you see a local 10K, get involved. <laughs> Pop out there and do it. Well, every time we go over to Florida, we're always thinking to ourselves, we plan out the days, what we're doing. Saturday, yeah, we're going to go to Park Run. It's just, it's just something you do. We just like it. It's, it's just, as you just said before, it's just maintaining and just keeping that fitness a little bit there. And even city things like um, a lot of hotels you go to, you always see in the 10 o'clock in the morning, they always do the pool aerobics. And you think there's people in there just mucking about. Get in the pool and give it a go. I tell you, you give it a real right go and it's not easy. That's a killer sometimes. That's brutal. Especially yeah. if you've been out on the lash like Ben has. Pretty much, pretty standard. And I think building on that, Hayden, as well, I think it's 
you're on holiday, right? It's a mental break as well that you really need to take that advantage. So if you're stressing about running, you're you yeah. know, you yeah. really need to try and take that step back. Look, so look, this Sometimes. is a classic comment from Robert yeah. Hallam. I'm running Chicago in October and I'm away for three weeks at the beginning of August and I'm and I'm already stressing and panicking about it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Hopefully you can build up the miles before going away. No, Robert, follow the plan and build up gently. Don't try and go. I'm off for three weeks. So I, in week four, I'm going to do a 20-mile long run followed by, you know, my fastest 10K ever. No, because all that's going to happen there is you're going to stress your body and the chances are you may go down the path of injury. Don't do it. Follow the path. You've got three weeks. You can build slightly in terms of your overall fitness by getting out within those three weeks and doing some form of running, Yeah. You're going to maintain and you might fractionally build. If you then start putting in, I don't know, because if it's hot and you've got time, go out and do 30 minutes. So do a, a decent five-minute warm-up, yeah? Do a really hard 20-minute session, high effort. I'm talking like like Ben was broken, that sort of thing. And then a decent five-minute cool-down with some stretching, yeah? So you're getting a really high-intensity session. You know, that you can stick that in and then you can probably get out on a tread or whatever. I don't know what you're doing, but... You can actually build some stuff within that three weeks, but don't try and like go, I'm going to chuck in a load of miles at the front end because I'm going away for three weeks. I think that's the worst thing you could do in a way, to be honest. And that, and but it's a great comment, Robert. And I'm sorry to pick on you, but it is a great comment and it and it tells you what people are thinking, and rightly so, right? And I'm panic and he said, I'm I'm already stressed and panicking about it, and it's in August, and he's gonna go away for three weeks and have a lovely time, and he's stressing about his running. What's the point? What do you think? I'll ask you a question, Chris. What do you think the biggest hang-up? When people, let's just take Rob Hallam, so they won't mind. And he's a legend. I know. But what do you think Rob is thinking? What are these people getting stressed about? Is it losing fitness? Yeah. Is it about getting slower? Is it about not being able to complete the marathon? I've always wondered to myself what it is. I would say probably be fitness. But as you said, so he's got three weeks in August and Chicago's October. He's going to do his longest run three weeks out from Chicago. That's the end of September. So he's going to know... By then, if he can run 20 miles, 22 miles. Yeah. So he knows he's going to be able to do it. So people just need to realise that. And what is it you're actually stressing about? Because you will not lose fitness. No. As long as you're just doing a little bit of exercise. You might maybe lose a tiny, tiny bit of speed. We're not all athletes. Do we really care? Well, yes. you say that. GB yeah, athlete. Apart from you. I would say as well, do a little bit. I think it's quite key, actually. We didn't really touch it that much. Strength and conditioning is important. I think if you look after yourself on holiday, that's going to be important. So that when you do come back and you are relaxed, you are ready to go again. You yeah. don't really want to come back and be stressed, be worried, be not in the right frame of mind. You haven't slept properly. You're worrying about other things. You're going to come back in your training plan. The first week, two weeks is going to be useless. Mm. Relaxed. Think what, about I suggest, what I would suggest as well is if you're on holiday, take a little notepad with you or just make a few notes on your phone and stuff like that. Just stuff because you will... There will be times when you're sitting by the pool and you're not doing anything and you will be thinking about your marathon and things will come into your head and things like, oh, maybe I could do this. But, you know, sort of like even all sorts of things. Just write them down. You might throw them away, but just write them down and just make a note of them. And then you can, you know, it's stuff to think about. Now, Chris, I've got one more question about this and mm. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> mm. um, is, his name, is his name Spigo? No, he's not. Oh. No, he's no friend of mine. Um, anyway, <laughs> um. What about if you're on holiday during your taper? Is that a good idea? Yeah, it's lovely. Mm. Get, get well, on if it. Say there's like the week before a potential 
Again, no, why are you worrying about this? Is the thing. Why, why are people worrying about this sort of stuff? I'm it's just, just life. I'm just thinking. If you're on holiday and you're taping, so what? What change? What? Oh, hang on. I'm in a different country, so immediately taping's against the law. I mean, <laughs> why? Why are you worrying about stuff like that? Is all I what worry about. about I'll tell you what drink. I'm worrying about is what I'm having for dinner. It's right? the all-inclusive. Yeah, Bat, this is, bands running. This is this is the thing, right? You, it really is not going to make any difference, right? If you're tapering, you've been through the process, yeah. You've gone through that sixteen-week, twelve-week block, whatever. You've been through the process. Yes, you can severely cock up a taper by overtraining. You can seriously cock up a taper by undertraining too much. But if you just do a little bit when you can. And the mental reset that you get will pay huge dividends on race day versus you stressing out about something that you simply can't control. I mean, this I know, I appreciate this pot kettle coming from me with, with, with ADHD sitting in like a nervous wreck, right, worrying about and writing lists about everything, okay? I appreciate this pot kettle, but <laughs> seriously, yeah? You're just, whoever that is, it's classic. It's like Robert, oh, I'm panicking about this. It's just, look, look. And then he's saying, I've got four weeks to on my return to still pick up the pace. No, Robert. <laughs> be consistent. Yeah. Come back and go where you're meant to be going from within the plan. And don't try and chase it. These plans are meant to be structured in a way to get you to the start line in the best possible shape. Yeah. So you peak on race day. We're not all athletes like myself. Okay. GB athletes. But most of you will probably get something wrong within that training plan. And it chances are of you peaking on that race day, actually, uh, uh, you know, the odds are probably stacked slightly against you because we ain't elite runners, yeah? We're not doing this full time. But if you can do your best to follow some sort of plan and be consistent and get out there and make sure whatever you're doing is of the highest quality that you can possibly do at the time, yeah? And you do the rest, you do the recovery, you do the drinking of the proper stuff and you eat what you're men who eat not like speak out and you do all that sort of stuff there's nothing else really you can do by trying to chase miles try trying to do three high sessions a week because oh, i was i was in greece for three weeks and i was big time on it all you're going to do is get injured so everybody's a message to you as we finish today's show is don't get stressed out about this i still can't believe we've spent this long talking about it but it just shows you that there is a genuine anxiety and a um whatever the word robert used brilliantly earlier around this whole topic and i and it's true it's and that's why i love this show because we get to talk about things that everyday runners are thinking about mm. and don't get me wrong right i'm sitting here preaching you know when i go on holiday i'll be still i'll be thinking about it because because that's the way we are as runners it's 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 all bs because i'll be still thinking should i go for three or four runs this week you know because that's what we are as runners we can't help it We've got that end goal, and that's the way we are as, as human beings. I get it. But with my coach's hat on, I'm just, please, you know, listen back to what we've said. Just don't get stressed about it. Think, be more concerned about what you're going to drink tonight at the, at the bar. You know, do you put a pink cocktail umbrella in it, or do you put some pineapples on sticks in it? Ben, which would you go for? Uh, extra shot. <laughs> Good answer. Hang on. Hang on one sec. Let's just put this picture back up. Says it all. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but he says he's looking happy in that picture. Perhaps he was. Maybe he was happy. Maybe because the the, the, the fact that he finished running with me um, 
because it was it i said to you i think it was uh, it's brilliant the video i think it's eight and a half miles i said to ben you know what this is good because you're now broken you now got to sit there and talk to me for the rest he went i'm gonna dnf yeah. <laughs> you threatened to sing to me for the rest and i was like i'm just gonna dnf if you and i started trying to tell lies to him and, but he caught me out he went she didn't say that i went you should i had another one as well where um because you run past each other you and one group's going with one direction one's going the other on the thing and the first time you overtook me you went on chris you went wilco don't go mad slow down slow down mm. and then i was going along and i'm going along quite nicely and then i remembered that you'd said to slow down and i saw hayden come along and i thought you'll be here in a minute so i thought Shall I just walk? Shall I just walk for 20 <laughs> yards while I go past Chris? Just say, yeah, take me easy, mate. And then as soon as his back's turned up, I'm going to kick on him. So you have to think about all these sort of things when you're out running. I, I was telling everyone to slow down. It was, you know, uh, you know, joking aside, I was, I was, I was going along. Better tell you, I was, you know, I was telling everybody to slow down because it was just mental when it's that hot. Apart from What's, me. Yeah, no, it's good for you, cowboy out, Um <laughs> He wanted to walk at four miles. Just no, get on with it. But no, it's it's true, you know. I was I was going along telling him because again, that's the thing, right? If you're going somewhere hot, right, and you you know you know what the summer's like over here. But if you you know you walk off that plane like we do, we come out of Kings Cross and it hits you like the heat. You can you don't want to get yourself in trouble while you're on all the layers. What's the point? You know what I mean? It's just it's just pointless. Right. Anyway, Wilco, I think I've said too much again. You, well, you I, well, I hope that's. I mean, the overriding advice is, folks, don't get too stressed about. It. Don't worry too much. You'll be fine. You'll be great. You're all going to smash it. You're all going to be dedicated to your plan and you're going to do really well. So don't beat yourself up about it. It's a hobby. You've got to remember that. That's right. So thank you very much, gentlemen, for this evening. Thanks, everyone, for your company. Um, Chris, you've done a great job on the old tech, mate. I know I might have gone a bit. You quick. haven't got the outro yet. We haven't had the outro yet. I might have picked too early, but yeah. I think thanks ever so much for that. And uh, thanks for all your listeners you know your attention and your questions you really make the show and we love doing it and uh, thanks ever so much for your attention we are on facebook and youtube every friday at 7 p.m on via the uh, 40 runs um youtube and facebook so please join us in that but if you can't join us live we are um, on spotify amazon apple all your usual um podcast providers so please Listen to us on there. Leave us a review because it always gives us a good kick and um, it's great fun for you. Thank you very much. If you've got any um, comments or anything you want to send us, um, 40rounds.com slash long run. Drop them in there. Thank you very much for your attention again. Enjoy your running this week. Take care. Still going to be hot. Plenty of hydration. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. And we'll see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 